Okay, kumbaya, you guys. It's the villain again. Another podcast. And this segment is a requested one. Someone asked me to talk about paradoxical undressing and what happened within that band. All that slick shit, because I got random band members. Well, a band member running his fucking mouth, probably tainting my fucking name, talking stupid, you know... Uh, we'll we'll get into this, but let me just hit this again. Let's let's stick to tradition. If you're tuning in, get your lighters, get your weed. We're about to hit this bitch. Okay. Okay. All right. Actually, I'm just going to say the names. I don't care. Like, what's anybody going to do? If anybody got a problem with me, trust me. You see me when you see me. Do something. This one was from Chris. He was the drummer in my band. Okay, he... Okay. What happened in Paradoxal Undressing? First off, I love Paradoxal Undressing. That is... It was my fa- that was my baby, and it's still my baby, and I'm still gonna nurture this baby. That's where that clothing brand came from, that paradoxical undressing clothing brand slash murder squad clothing brand. Okay, now let's talk about. First, of all, let me give you the members. We have so many random members. It was Chris the drummer, me villain, Jody Joe my bass, and then our guitar player is. They just kept going. I don't know. I I can't even think of their names. I think Mario was one. Um, Mark was one. Uh, it was another guy. What was his name? I'm drawing a blank. I haven't seen him in forever. That's why I forget. But he was like the one we were with the first time with him. We went through guitar players like, I don't know, like pornos go through fucking soap and water. Like, <laughs> we just kept going through them. But, um, yeah, the whole issue why we broke up for real, for real this time was basically, it was all on Chris. It was, and then we had little minor issues. I mean, we could find guitar, we could find people, da, 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 you know what I mean? But Chris was supposed to be my number. He was my main man. He was there from the beginning when we started a band called Devil's Rebels. He was there from the beginning. That was my fucking main man that was my go-to that was my brother at arms at time at the time so i mean and he was always the one we need to practice more we got to sacrifice more we got to keep practicing doing this let's start doing merchandising and all you know all this extra stuff he was always saying that shit whatever right so and i'm with that i'm always like yeah let's get this going let's do that everything you know whatever there comes a time people i don't know he didn't grasp this concept of do you understand these other three grown men in this band have lives too we go to work some of us got girlfriends we got to tend to them we need to sleep we got other things to do in our lives that are on our agendas that are mandatory other than this band okay i don't think chris grasped that concept we cannot no i'm sorry 
but no one is available all the time like that. If if we got a practice set up or a show set up and someone can't do it, be, I got to go to work. I can't call out from work just to do this damn show. This show, this, you know what I mean? Like this band is not paying my fucking rent. This band is not paying my car note, my phone bill, not feeding me, not putting gas in the car. This band is not doing that for me. If anything, being in a band takes from you. So if it's taking from you, you got to do what you got to do to replenish it. You got to work. You got to go to sleep and get your rest so you can go to bed. I mean, so you can wake up the next day with the energy to do your job correctly so you don't get fired and really not have no money to even be in a fucking band. Chris did not grasp that concept. He was always getting mad. Somebody cancels practice. Oh, man, what the fuck, man? We got to practice. We haven't practiced. Who cares, man? Just come come here. Let's do our work and you go back home. Who cares if you got to work in the morning? Bitch, some people work at 4.30 in the morning, 5 o'clock in the morning. We can't be out here practicing. I got to go to bed. I have to go to bed. If you work at 4.30, 5 in the morning, you probably want to be in the bed by 8, 7, 9, 10.30 the latest. Like, shit, I need my sleep. I need more than fucking three hours to operate a full eight hours or more day at work. Chris didn't understand that because, one, Chris did not have a job. Chris, I, you know, we all know Chris, he had whatever disability. So he was getting a, a check, I guess, every month or whatever. So he had that. You, he did not have to be anywhere in the morning. He did not have to like go out there and get this money. It was already handed to him. You don't have to do anything. So of course, you're always ready to practice. You're always ready to do shows because you don't have anything pressing. You don't have any pressing business in your life that would stop you or tire you from doing this other than you getting drunk randomly and passing out and you just can't practice because you're hungover. That's a completely different fucking thing. I ain't never fucking didn't practice because I was hungover or some random shit. I ain't never. If I couldn't practice, it's because, or if somebody else in the band couldn't practice, it's because, nah, man, I got to go to work in the morning, or I just got off of work, I'm fucking tired, or uh, one of them is my, one of them with Jody Joe, it was his girlfriend's birthday. He really didn't want um, Jody Joe to go tend and have his day with his girlfriend on her birthday. He's like, you see her every, Chris literally was like, you see her every day. It's okay. We can practice or whatever. No, bitch. It's his girlfriend. He's going to treat her right and respectfully like a grown man would treat his girlfriend. And especially on her, on her birthday, he's going to tend to her. It doesn't matter. You are not his girlfriend. You are not sucking or fucking or dating him. So why would I listen to you? Why would he listen to you? You do none of those things. And hopefully he, nobody wants those things from another guy. But <laughs> the fact is, Chris, you weren't understanding about that shit. All day long, he ran his mouth. So we got to make sacrifices and sacrifice this and sacrifice that. Dumbass. Everybody in this band is sacrificing more than you are. I don't know what made you believe in your head that you were sacrificing much more than anybody because you weren't. You had the least amount of fucking shit to sacrifice. If you sacrificed, the only thing you sacrificed was your fucking time. If you want to call that sacrifice, if you want to call that sacrifice anything, it's not like you were doing anything of importance. You didn't have a job. You didn't have to be anywhere. So I don't understand where you thought nobody was sacrificing because the whole time somebody came and got you for practice. Somebody picked up your drum set. Somebody took your drum set to a show. Somebody took your drum set back home. Somebody had to cater and tend to you while you were drunk at these shows. 
the whole time. You didn't. I the the paradoxical undressing, the paradoxical undressing name. He really bitched about me continuing the fucking paradoxical undressing name after he after he left the band because he was mad at people not being able to practice because they want to tend to their real lives like they ain't got the bills to pay. He got mad about that shit for real. It really made him so mad he left the band. He was tired of it. Like, you're tired of it because, one, you don't have a girlfriend, you don't have a job, and you have nowhere to be. So, of course, it annoys you because you feel like everybody's supposed to be just as available as you are. No, motherfucker, we got lives. And I know some of you guys are his friends, and you're going to be mad at me for saying this, but I don't give a fuck. It's a fucking fact. It's truth. Like, imagine somebody doing that to you and putting you into those obligations. That was unfair, and it, it was like, you're supposed to be our fucking friend. You're supposed to be my boy from day one. That's how you feel. You know damn well we got shit to do. We carry you the whole fucking way. You don't have to do anything except show up and play the fucking drums any fucking time. So what are you talking about? What the fuck could he... Like, that's how we broke up because of that shit. It made no sense. And he got mad after he left because I continued paradoxical undressing with the fucking clothing brand, Murder Squad, with the fucking clothing brand. I put up the money for all the clothes. I made the fucking designs. I found the people for this. I'm the one who drove to fucking LA to get the fucking shirts. I'm the one who found the fucking guy to print the fucking shirts. I paid the guy for the pins, paid for the ink, paid for all of that shit. The fu- everything you could think of. I'm the one who promoted the shit. All the fucking flyers and all that fucking, we're playing a show here. I'm the one who fucking did that shit. I would pass it to my boy Cam. Cam would post it on his page. Everything like that. I did all of that shit. Chris was literally sitting at home and did none of this shit. You're telling me with your no job having ass, you couldn't find venues for us to play in? With your no job having ass, you couldn't find a fucking way to promote our fucking music? You couldn't fucking make promotions for shows? You couldn't do none of that shit? With your no job having ass, you're just sitting at home smoking weed all day? You did none of that shit. None of that. You couldn't find venues? I'm at fucking work managing fucking life. Managing my fucking schooling, managing my fucking bills, and my regular, regular shit in life, all of us were. Jody Joe and, and whoever guitar player we had at the time, managing our fucking lives, and out here still finding the time to look for venues for us to play at. Calling these people, trying to send them our music, making flyers, you know, for to send out somewhere, to post places for people to know where we're at. I did all of that. That Chris did nothing but had the most fucking complaining he had the most complaints for somebody who didn't do shit you i never asked you for one dollar for any fucking thing because i knew you didn't have the fucking money but you sure had the fucking money to buy your fucking 200 fucking sacks of weed but you didn't have no money to put up for no fucking clothing you didn't have no money to put up for the fucking ink the pins the fucking gas to get to the fucking shows you had none of that shit and then on top of that right he would say, oh, we're not sacrificing. We go do these shows two, three hours down the road, another city, all Orange County, do a show in Orange County, I don't know, down in L.A. somewhere, right? You know these fucking shows start at like 8 o'clock, and depending on who you are, you're playing pretty late, 10.30, 11.30, and then you got to drive back home, right? Okay, then on top of that, me, I work every day, 4.30, 5.30 every day. I don't, I know... I'm I'm big on supporting the fucking scene, supporting bands and all that shit. 
But if I have to work at 5.30 in the morning, I'm sorry. After my fucking set I just did at 10.30, 11.30, 12 o'clock, sometimes at 1 o'clock in the morning, I'm sorry I can't stick around for the rest of you. I'm sorry. I got to get up at 5 fucking 30 or 4.30 to go to work. I'm literally having three hours of sleep and doing a full eight hour plus day at work. No, I'm not going to hang around at the fucking venue just to fucking show support. No, I got to drive the fucking hour or two back home, drop your ass off and your fucking drum sets off so I can get home and go to sleep and wake up in the next three, four hours to go to work. That's everybody was doing that shit. All the band members had to do shit like that. And he would complain and cry, man, you guys, you guys all talk about supporting the fucking scenes and supporting bands, but none of you guys stick around for the show. Bitch, we got to go to work in the morning. We got to be an adult about this. We ain't got time to fuck around. I need my money to pay for the gas taking your dumb ass to the fucking show to do. What the hell are you talking about? I couldn't believe that. I can't even believe like I don't I'm not cool with him no more because of that. You did all this. We need to do this. We need merchandise. I did everything you wanted to do because you was my boy. I always felt like you were rushing it, but whatever. You my boy. You want to do this? I'm going to do this to satisfy you. I'm going to go get these fucking merchandise for you. I'm going to get these fucking pins. I'm going to find these videos. I'm going to pump out these flyers. I'm going to connect with as many people as I can. I was doing everything for that guy. We were all doing everything for that guy. And he had the most complaints like a naggy ass white like a naggy ass house bitch shut the fuck up you just in the house all day you don't do shit you don't even make fucking dinner bitch <laughs> you don't do none of that shit and i know you guys are i know there's a few of you guys that are his friends and you're gonna get mad at me for ranting no fuck that you don't know the depths of how i felt that's like that was my fucking boy that was my fucking friend that did this to me like left me out dry he left me hanging twice twice just up and left the band twice I, took, I didn't want to take him back the second time, but sometimes I'm a fucking softy and I get real forgiving. And I, and I, you know, and I was like, fuck it. Shit happens. Come on, let's do this. I shouldn't have did it because he got up and left again. I could have found another drummer this whole time. We could have still been doing our thing, but it didn't happen that way. You know, life fucking happened. Pussies got to be pussies, you know, whatever. And you got to let them be that. Like you can't. And I guarantee you he's out here talking shit, making me sound like I'm the fucking bad one. Guarantee, guarantee, but y'all don't even know. Y'all don't even know the story behind this shit. All you don't even know. It's so crazy, so crazy. And then you gonna tell me, um, I'm I'm not I'm not creative enough to come up with my own names for fucking bands and shit. Are you kidding me? Cause last time I checked, every song we did, I wrote the fucking song. Every flyer we did, I fucking did the flyers. Every fucking shirt you designed, those pins and all that. That came out of my creative mind. Okay, so I don't know how you told me I'm not creative doing it. You ain't creative. You you a half-ass drummer. You half-ass drum. Shit. Can't even fucking double pedal. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I do not I know I sound like a I sound like an asshole, but you know what? I'm the villain for a reason. You cannot be a villain without making a couple enemies. And everybody knows the villain has the world against them. And I love that. I love being the villain. That means everything's against me and I have everything to gain. I do not care how y'all feel about me after I just told you this. I don't care because I went through it. Y'all didn't. Y'all don't know the heart and dedication and the time I put into this. The sacrifice, the real sacrifices I made for this. Y'all don't know that. And I'm pretty sure that fool will tell you different. And after I just explain this to you, I hope you guys gain knowledge and you actually know exactly 
how that shit went down. You and all of you guys that know Chris know just like I know. He ain't had no job. He had nowhere to be in the morning. All he did was get high, play the drums every so often, and get drunk and pass out somewhere. Okay, so you can't sit up here and tell me, villain, that I'm being a dick for saying all this shit. You cannot come up to me and be like, I don't want to be your friend anymore. Da-da-da. You can't. No, you can't. I mean, you can, but you're going to be dumb because your shit's not even valid. you just following him because that's, you're just trying to be a loyal friend to him. And that's cool. Be a loyal friend to him if that's how you are or if that's what you want to do. But know the facts. Know the truth. I'm telling you the truth unfiltered. I don't care what anybody thinks or has to say. I make this podcast to speak complete truth, to speak my mind and tell you exactly how I feel and how I see things. And that's exactly how it went. Go ahead and talk to these other band members if you want to, to back up my facts. Because these are facts. They are fucking facts. Matter of fact, man, I, we were taking your little dumbass to the store to go shopping and shit. We did so much for you. I did so much for you. I sacrificed so much for you just by yourself on your own. Can't even believe you. Like, I can't even believe you. Like, I can't even believe that. That's... That's what it's like to have a friend to really betray you. That's a snake friend. And that's why I cut people off and cut him off so quick. Because like, oh, that's how you are? I don't even need you as an associate. I don't need you as a fucking memory. Peace. I don't surround myself with motherfuckers like that. And I don't care. I drop friends real quick when you cross me. I drop them quick and forget about them like I ain't never knew them. I'll be sitting in the same room with you after knowing you for years and act like I don't fucking know your name. I'll sit right there in the room with you. Trust me, I've done this. I've had to do this. A few times. I've done it to Chris. I don't know you. The fuck you talking to me for? Because he be... And he be talking real tough for somebody that knows... He talks real tough for somebody to get his ass kicked that quick. Okay, I'm not one of your little friends. I'm not one of those sentimental people that are going to feel sorry for your... your You know, whatever your special need is. Like, your you know, your dis- disability. I'm not one of them. You talk shit to me. You get to talking tough to me when you see me. I'll deck you right in the fucking mouth. I don't care. I'll crack your whole fucking face open. I don't care. Don't talk tough to me. You do not have the room to talk like that to me anymore. You a fucking enemy to me. And if you an enemy to me, that means you will not get the same fucking ass whooping anybody that has physical capabilities to get their ass whooped. I don't care. Don't talk tough to me when you see me. Don't. And I and I and if and if he does get to talking tough to me and at some point, I'm not saying this is going to happen. I'm just letting y'all know how I am and how I maneuver. I do not care. If he got the talking tough to me trying to act all like like he ain't going to get hit. I'm going to knock his dumb ass out and anybody else that tries to defend him. I don't care. Don't defend him. Let this grown man get his ass whooped because you don't don't talk shit if you don't want a fat lip. I don't go around just talking random shit to people unless I need to back that shit up. If I'm talking shit, it's because you deserve this shit and I'm willing to go the full extent with it. If you ain't ready to go to jail and do some real fucking time, if you ain't ready to go to the ER and get stitched up, if you ain't ready for that fucking life, Trust me, don't beef with me. I am that kind of a guy. I'm fucking violent when it comes to that kind of shit. I don't care. I'll go to jail or some petty ass ass whooping for cracking your fucking face open with a beer bottle. I'll do my little time, come out and do it again. I'm that fucking stupid and insane. Don't fucking get stupid around me. I I can't stand that shit. So yeah, that was a special request. (laughs) That was a special request to speak about from fucking Chris. Tried to get smart with me on my own page. Talking about, oh, talk about, oh, this on your podcast about the fucking band name and do do do. Shut up, dumbass. You didn't do nothing but get a fucking foot in your mouth and a fucking dick shoved up your ass just now. Shut up, you cunt. Anyway, 
Thank you guys again. <laughs> Woo, I'll be on it. Anyway, you guys, thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope I didn't lose any friends. But if I did, there's like a billion people in this world. I'll find some new friends. Trust me. I'm not going to die because you're not my friend. I mean, I've gone on my whole life not knowing you before this. I'm pretty sure I can continue going on without you. But I hope I didn't lose any friends over this. I just hope you guys gained some understanding. And I'm not sorry for my aggression. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not apologizing for none of how I feel and what I've said because I meant it. And that's how I felt. And that's how I still feel. I got crossed by a very good friend twice. And for him to be talking shit about me to people, making me look bad, and they don't know the whole story, nah, that doesn't work with me. Shut the fuck up with that. But anyway, you guys, <laughs> follow Paradoxal Undressing the Villain, my page, on Facebook and Instagram. Follow. Look out for the clothing line. And stay watching this podcast. I got crazy shit going on. I'm going to have some interviews, or I'm going to have some guest speakers on here talking, you know, whatever. And look up for the clothing line. I said that. Yeah. All that good stuff. Yeah. That's all I got for you right now. I'm exhausted with this rage I just gave. This verbal Hulk rage I just gave. You know? But that was our life. That was the life of Paradox Undressing. I got some new stuff coming up. I hope you guys enjoy also the poems I put in here. The poetry I put in here with the explanation for the poetry. You know, because a lot of people ask me about the stuff I'm writing. Like, what does it mean or how that came about? I hope you check those out, too. And then, I, you know, tell more people about this podcast. Other than that, like I always say, smoke weed. Don't smoke it. Do drugs. Don't do drugs. Dare to be different. Doesn't matter to me. As long as you're enjoying yourself. But do it safely. Like, don't drink and drive. You don't want to kill somebody else because you're drunk. Trust me. And you don't want DUIs. Trust me, DUIs will kill your life. They're expensive as fuck and they last forever. Trust me. Trust me, I got two of them. Okay, um, <laughs> yeah, all right then, AV. This was the villain. I'm gone. Have a good day. I kind of love you, but I kind of don't because I don't really know you that much. But I do love the ones I really do know. I know. I'm schizo, psycho, insane in the brain. Hello, my name is Dr. Green Thumb. Peace.